Hello, welcome back to Double Stack F1 Podcast. Honor at time again. Sha is with me today, and today is going to be a wacky little episode where we pretend we we are genies and uh, we will read palms, we'll make predictions, and we're going to tell you everything that's going to happen in 2024. No need to watch the season after this. No need to watch Drive to Survive either. At the end, we just we'll tell you what's going to happen. You can shut down your TV. Come back in 2025. Uh, Sha, are you ready for this? This is a huge, huge task. The biggest task of the year. No data involved here. Just pure, pure, sheer positive energy. Maybe some negative, but you, yeah. you excited for today? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just going to throw in some uh, curveballs in there just to mess yeah. up with people. <laughs> and I just want to be silly. I want to have fun. It's it's President's Day here in the U.S. It's a holiday. What else should we be doing? Maybe skiing? But nah. We write a recording episode for you lads uh, and gals so that you can um, get ready and excited for testing is this week. Um, and I think on the back of testing, we'll do something a bit more serious uh, <laughs> that we can. But but today we're going to have fun. Um, we have a set of questions. Uh, we're going to go back and forth uh, between myself and Shah uh, asking ourselves some silly questions and see record what the answers are and then we'll come back to this at uh some point halfway through the season see how we're doing and maybe at the tail end of the season just to see how terrible or or amazing we are uh in yeah. terms of predictions but uh without further ado let's jump in Sha. you ready question yeah, let's do it but one this is the hot one i think this is the one everybody wants to hear about if we waste all our time here i think it's it's so it's all it's all good. It's the head to head. That's what F1 is all about is uh, your first adversary is your teammate. So we're going to dive into that from uh, in terms in, in order of construction um, where they placed in the constructors last year. So we'll start with Red Bull uh, between Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Who do you think wins that head to head this year? Max. I would go for Max. Play it safe. I'm starting it safe. <laughs> Well, Checo's been playing it uh, quite. Uh, um, I mean, he's been modest in terms of his 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 talks this year, being a little bit like, oh, you know, the the thing is to be consistent, not really to to go out guns blazing, hoping to beat Max. So I think with that mentality, not being ready to kill, I can't put my chips on Checo at the moment. So Checo, you're going to not beat Max this year as well for me. So. I think we agree on one thing. It's a good start. We're hundred yeah. percent in agreement so far. Um, number two, Merck. This is interesting one. Hamilton versus Russell. Remember back to back. Russell beat him in terms of championship points in twenty twenty two. Lewis won in twenty twenty three. So this is kind of the, the tiebreaker. On that I would round. say Russell. Yeah, you I said Russell. Russell. All right. Russell and I will be I will tell you Lewis is gonna come in. Russell has a big chip on his shoulder, he has something to prove. Maybe he could panic, maybe he could make mistakes, and Lewis will probably be eager to show that he's still the man, even though he's stepping away from the team. So my chips are on Lewis Hamilton. So we're fifty yeah. fifty. Both drivers, yeah. Both drivers have something to prove. Yeah. Yeah, this would be a close one. Ferrari, I think a similar tone to Mercedes. Leclerc versus Sainz. Who who wins here? Charlie. 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 Uh, Charlie. I'll put, put my chips on Charlie. You're again playing it safe. Playing it safe. Well, I am as bold as it gets. Uh, 
I'll go with uh, Mr. Signs winning this year. Uh, guy's hungry. He's been stabbed in the back. Provided the only victory for Ferrari in 2023, and he was rewarded really? by losing his seat. So I think this guy has uh, something to prove, and he's going to come out trained hard all season, uh, all summer break, all winter break, my bad, and it's going to be here to kill. Uh, so my chips are on Carlos Sainz. Yeah, I would love for, for Carlos Sainz to be ahead. For right. sure. But uh, I'm going to go with Charlie on this. Yeah. He's going to come up with a smooth operation. Yeah. Uh, MCL, McLaren. Uh, a rookie once upon a time versus Norris, the established uh, head honcho of the team. Hasn't won a race yet, but this year could be the year. Not jumping up, but McLaren. We got two really young drivers here, really quick drivers. Uh, we saw some flashes of fighting last year. Uh, Norris won that head-to-head -head last year. So who is your money on in 2025? That's go with Norris. But uh, yeah, not sure, but still Norris. And you know what? I would take the opposite side of that bet. <laughs> I reckon uh, my friend Piastri comes out this year fully prepared, chilled over the winter break. Uh, he's going to kind of get a little bit more attuned with tire management and I think he could be if the car permits it he will be right there he's shown that he can lead a race he can control a race he can win a race in Formula 1 although that was uh, a bloody sprint but I think this year he will shine so uh, I would take gladly take the opposite side of that bet my friend and put my money on Oscar Piastri uh, next up the French duel at Alpine uh, tough one, huh? I think we will agree yeah. on this one, really, though. But yeah, it's a, a gas leak. <laughs> it's a gas leak. Yeah, I know. It's gonna it's gonna go gun blazing. I think we are are in agreement. Gasly won last year, although he was in his first year in this team. Had to learn the rope. Had to learn the names. Had to learn the people. Had to learn the procedures. Still came ahead of uh, uh, Ocon. Ocon has Esti Bessie did have a few mechanical issues uh and and retirements but does it not justify not winning by a long shot here so st bestie i'm sorry uh, my money is on the gas man um so we both agree on ghastly here next up aston martin i think we should have done aston martin first but aston martin oh alonzo hands down Alonzo, baby. So I'm not even going to fight this one. There's yeah. <laughs> the professor. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, uh, it's not playing it safe. It's just playing it, not being an idiot here, right? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> he's going to he's gonna slap the kid. He's just going to take him like, you know how you slap a bag of wine? Like you're drinking the wine, you slap the bag. Yeah. Smoke him. Like take every single opportunity because he's chasing a seat at Mercedes or somewhere. So he needs to prove that he is still the best, you know, mm -hmm. and he will not, he won't, I don't think we'll hear Alonzo on the radio giving advice to, 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 uh, uh Stroll, yeah. this year he's, it's all promotional. If, if he's doing something, he's going to be cheering himself up, patting himself on the back and saying, look how great of a driver I am. Uh, give me the best seat and I will win this championship. Uh, build me a car and I will win this championship. Uh, next up, with Williams, uh, you know, my uh, 
Albon versus um Sergeant. Sergeant. Ugh, tough one, man. My heart, my American heart wants to to go for Sergeant, but I feel like yeah, he's gonna make progress. Uh, but he he still has lacks a little bit less experience, lacks the experience versus versus uh Albon. So I think to be safe unless we have a lot of retirements for Albon or something um I think my money is still on on Albon here as well how about you Albon yep Alex Albon Albon he's been reliable yeah yeah okay yeah. uh Alpha Tauri this is the match this year this I'm gonna go for Yuki oh come on you know I'm gonna go for Yuki too. Yuki, Yuki takes down these like anybody that comes in the team. Yuki comes, looks at him like he plays it like, yeah, I'm no threat. You know, I'm just Yuki. I just you know play around. I'm not. I'm not the type of guy that's gonna be that's a threat. You know. And then on on track, he just smokes them. If yep. the car is any good, Yuki will be not only a menace for his teammate, but an absolute. Torn in the back for every other team out there. He will be uh-huh. he will be fighting. So yes, I have my money on Sonoda as well. Sonoda, don't prove me wrong here, bro. Jason Statham's son. Better not mess this up. Uh next up, Saba. Joe Guan Yu versus Valtteri Valtteri yeah. Bottas. You know he what? I'll, last year. I'll put a bet. I'll put my I'll hedge this and I'll go joke on you finally gets the upper hand on on VB. Uh yeah, man. Guan Yu, man, my boy. Uh you said VB, right? Yep. Uh Haas. We have last but not least, the duo, the Magnuson versus Hulkenberg. I wanna go with Magnuson this time. Yeah, I'll go with Kevin Magnuson for this Haas. Okay. All right, I'll take the other side of the bet because I'm I'm on the fence here, fifty fifty. So if I can, if I can win by default by just going the opposite direction, I shall take that. So Hockenberg, for me, still prevails. Um, yeah, that is step one of our procedure. So we kind of uh have we're in somewhat of an agreement. Uh, but for the most part, we are on separate sides of the garage. Uh, in terms of who wins the head to head, which is good. Uh, question two, I'll let you. Run that one. What yeah, you got? I don't know what. Yeah, biggest flop and the biggest surprise for the season. Which team or which driver do you think is going to be the biggest flop and the biggest surprise for the twenty twenty four season? Hmm. Flop. You know, flop. Yeah, you, could go, you could go with flop. Yeah. I should. Start, I want to start with flop. I want to start the biggest flop of twenty twenty three. It's RB. They will go for. 2024 will they go from a dominant car to not being as dominant as they were maybe last year and struggling that is that is for me a chaotic flop but i'll go with that i'll go rb as the biggest flop too cute okay. they went cute they, they try to go cute and then drop the ball so rb mm-hmm. flop uh and then biggest surprise at uh, the other side of the garage really um It'll be, it's, is it really a surprise? I think Logan Sargent would be a big surprise for us this year. Okay. Score consistently and will be, uh, will cement his, his position as like 
deserving to be in Formula One. So I think biggest surprise would be uh, a strong performance by Logan Sargent. Um, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. My biggest flop would be more or less. I mean, I have two, but between the two, I would say I would take Mercedes okay. uh, team being a big flop and then uh, not being able to make any gains and then slowly, slowly tripping down the order. Okay. And my biggest surprise for 2024 is going to be Yuki Tsunoda. Uh, he, uh, his entire three, four seasons, he's been uh, having to prove himself. And then um, he's, he's been paid up with uh, good, reliable drivers and good, consistent drivers. And he's always managed to match them or beat them fair and square. But still didn't get the uh, the benchmark that he needed or kind of thing where he is known to be a reliable, consistent driver. He's still questionable more than most of the times. So this year, he's going to cement himself as a very good driver and a decent, consistent driver, stuff like that. So he's going to be my biggest surprise for 2024. Morning, Yuki. Yes. Daniel, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Next question. I would come blazing to this. We're trying to... Like we have a lot of questions, so yeah, I don't want to dive. These are just for for show, so these are just for fun, a fun conversation. Uh, we don't know if we're right; we could be egregiously wrong. So there's no point in in going going too in detail into why this is just gut feel here. Uh, yeah. Top three in the drivers' championship. Ooh, the spicy question already. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah you do. I expect Max to win the championship again. It's going to be top. A Max. And P2. This time I'm going to go with the McLaren driver, Landon Norris. Mm-hmm. And for P3, I want to put... I mean, it's, it's a close battle between Charles Leclerc and Oscar Piastri, but I'm going to pick Oscar Piastri for P3. Okay, Piastri. Yeah, that's my, yeah, that's my driver's championship order. So, McLaren... For 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 constructors champion basically here, yeah, yeah. If I read yeah. if I read the map here, I can already answer the next question. So, well, who do I have winning here this championship? Um, you know what? I'm gonna say because I already said Max was gonna beat Paris, right? So there's no mm-hmm. way Eric wins the championship in that in that sense. <laughs> so my my bet is one Max. Two Lewis Hamilton, three uh, Oscar Piastri. I think we agree on Piastri being coming in third in the championship. Okay, okay. Let's see Max Hamilton to Piastri. That's kind of my bet here. It'll be close though. It'll be a really tight, tight battle. I think this year it will be tight. It will come down to like Abu Dhabi twenty twenty four. We're gonna have to have an Abu Dhabi twenty twenty four this year. It was some with some questionable refereeing in the end. Uh but I don't uh, think we will, but uh <laughs> This is the lineup that will that will that will come out at the end. Uh no, we'll have some crazy driving. I hope I hope we have some intense like competition and we can see like some some questionable driving from some of our drivers just to just to get just to get points. Or just because the heat in the heat of the battle, everything goes out of the window. I want to see that again, where it's just like, can't believe you just did that, mate. But uh, <laughs> that's that's you that's want the toxicity. Yeah, 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 I want like on track toxicity so that 
you know, the fight just keeps going and it just like the drama just builds up and we have content for Try to Survive in 2026. God, we're going to have Netflix. I'm not even sure I'm going to be watching Try to Survive, but yeah. <laughs> I, I know it, it just goes crazy when we have good content uh, during the race. All right. And that, the next question is your turn now. What do you have? Yeah, man, uh, this, this is a question that usually is just a general question. Do you think we'll have a new race winner this season? And if so, who do you think? Or you can, you can also tell me how many new race winners and who. Well, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I reckon this year, Piastri wins. Uh, Yuki wins. Norris wins. Uh, I think those... Those are the three that I think are in a position. I, let me throw Abon in there. Something will happen, and maybe this this new car. I, I don't want to ignore the fact that they build a completely new car, um, and that it could be the biggest surprise that we see this year too. So, like, let's not ignore Williams. Um, likelihood, really, it's it's very left field, but I could see, I could see Abon already won a race, right? In his no. He has never won a race? No. Even with under, are you sure? Red Bull, yeah, sure. He, yeah, he, he lasted in Austria. Oh, man. Okay, so, yeah, I could see. So, my, my, my winners are Norris wins a race, Piastri wins a race, Sonoda wins a race, and then Albon also wins a race. I got four here. Woo! Ooh. <laughs> I'm going for, I'm going to go for uh, two. And that it's gonna be Norris, the McLaren duo, Norris and Oscar. And these are only the race wins and not the sprint wins. Sprint wins don't count. Okay. So I uh, that's Norris and Piastri for you. All mm -hmm. right. S trying to starting to see a pattern here with you and Norris and Piastri. It could all yeah, make sense it's... in the end. Um I wanna be bold. I like to, I like to be bold. So I'm th throwing some some it's a free bet here that I have. So I might as well be like uh, left field with some right guesses here. Um, top three in the constructors. That's my question now for you this time. Yeah, man, again, uh, McLaren first. The constructors, Mac. Yeah. Second, Ferrari. And third, maybe Red Bull. Whoa. So Max wins the championship, but still doesn't win the constructors. No. I'm starting to smell the pattern here. All right, uh, constructors. All right, it's mm. gonna be an extra one. I That's hope my uh, constructors uh, guess makes sense mathematically, but uh, it, we don't get it this part of time. I know. Well, I could see constructors. Um, one McLaren. Uh. I could see two. Mm, RB, you'll pull it off. And then I could see three Merc. We'll see. That's just a left field. It's going to be close. I think it's going to be an interchangeable amongst like yeah. the top teams. It's like we haven't seen a car on track. We're just guesstimating versus based on how quick we saw deliveries were. These, this delivery looks very quick. Uh, the steak livery looks fast, so I don't know why I'm not putting it in there, but uh, that neon, all black with the neon, the Alpine livery, I think 
uh, disappointed a little bit. That's why it's getting dinged quite a bit in our predictions here. <laughs> the RB, uh, the show car that they, they, they presented looked, looked pretty, pretty, pretty uh, risky. So that's why, you know, I don't want to put all my money on them too with the constructors again. Um, yeah, I, I, I my best bet is to just play with us, distracting us, to, and we'll bring a completely different car uh, to 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 test it. So we, I don't know, but if they can make it work, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing to see. But I know there's gonna be a little bit of learning curve. Uh, everything looks good in CFD for every team. It's it's the stopwatch that kind of helps us kind of gauge yeah. it, gauge it in the end. Um, now. Who the next question is a little bit more complicated. So we have race one through race five. Um, I'm gonna list the races out for you, and then oh. you tell me who who you think are going to to be. No, yeah, no. Unless, I'm not gonna be doing. I'm just gonna unless, you just give me a number. How many number of uh, drivers? How many race winners will we have in the first five races? Okay, so that, let me think about it. So Bahrain is the first race. I think that's that's open to anyone because mechanical mm -hmm. failure, uh, accidents, rustiness, uh, tire strategy, like it's a new car, anything can happen in that race. So if it's a race where I think we could have a surprise for an Andrew Alonso win, I think it's that race. So for me, Alonso is already winning a race. First thing, first thing bats off. Saudi Arabia, I think teams are a little bit more dialed in. Um, and I think it's all about how confident you are with your car. Uh, so I'll give that one to Hamilton. Getting spicy here. Oh, you're uh, guessing the driver's name too? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing a new driver. Yeah. I'm driving a new, I'm trying to find five new drivers, but I'm thinking out loud of who has the best chance for each track. Australia, home Grand Prix, my boy Piastri is winning at home. All right. McLaren dialed it in, got all the setups good. Fantastic. Next race, uh, Japan. Uh, don't know if Yuki has a good car, but uh, wish she does. But we, I'm I'm sure it's gonna be a tough one. So I'm gonna give I give that one to I give that one to to, to Max Verstappen. Uh, okay. Uh, and then. Then from Japan, we go to China. It's a new track. Um, I'll give that one to... Hmm. I will give that one to Norris. It's an interesting one. Norris comes back you to win. Tell hmm? You're telling me five race winners in the first five races? Yeah, I'm, I'm being bold here. Come on, man. Let me Let me be. <laughs> There's a lot of slow-ish corners here, but we also have some fast ones. So I don't know if if McLaren was able to dial out some of the some of the uh, slow corner difficulties or issues that they had. I think they could they could be a force to be reckoned with here uh, in China. But I could be absolutely wrong. But in no, if if you allow me to mumble jumble up this whole thing, I think we get an Alonso win, Hamilton win. A Piastri ran, a Max win, and a Norris wins. I think I made everybody happy with this prediction. Yeah. <laughs> so don't come and lynch spin me, guys. 
Yeah, I would guess uh, we would have three race winners in the first five races. No, just three. Stingy. Yeah, just three. Five and five, uh, it's a dream season. Well, this is three point. and five is good, yeah. I can be I can be emotionally unstable right now, right? Like I want to be hyped up going into it. Like it's gonna be an open season after five races. But yeah, if you want to be conservative, by all means, man, yeah, I'm all right. So who are your top three? Who are your top winners? Uh, I'm no, I'm not gonna guess names. I'm just gonna give you the you'll have three race winners in the first five races. Man, this guy has no balls. I got I got big balls here, man. I went I went with five guys, and I even I even thought about it on a race to race basis. Uh, and okay, so you're just saying three out of five cheap mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Um. Okay, so your your turn now. Yeah, man. Uh, how many RB wins do you think we'll see this season? Given how we saw nineteen wins last season, how many are you gonna see this season? Clearly, already after five races, we only got one RB win on my side. So I reckon they get a total of six or seven. Seven, to be, seven to be honest. That's it. Yeah, I, I, would, um, I would predict probably between five and seven. I'd, say I'd just go with six wins for the entire season. Red Bull. Yeah. Ooh, guys, so my army friends are, hey, man, you guys did fantastic last year. You won one shy of getting the the ultimate, you know, the ultimate, like, yeah, I don't know. yeah the trifactor, like, you, you almost nailed it all. But uh, you only lost one sprint and one race, right? That's yep. it. So, like, yeah, it's history was made. And the field is bunching up. You're... It's gonna be interesting. You know, I think a lot could happen this year. You know, so you did well. Pat yourselves on the back for that. Don't come and linchpin me for saying seven wins. I think it's gonna be. We all want an exciting season, and that's my my way of saying if we're gonna have an exciting season, we can't have it all go one way. You know, yeah. This is gonna spice it up a little bit. So nothing personal here. I have no data. I'm not a genie. I'm probably absolutely wrong on this one. So don't come and attack me, guys. Please. <laughs> Next question, my friend. That's for you. I think that's, uh yeah. How many total race winners are we going to see for the entire 2024 season? This okay. only includes the Grand Prix and not sprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I reckon both Red Bull drivers will get one win at least. Both Mercedes drivers will get one win at least. Um, Alonso will get a win. Both as uh, McLaren drivers will get a win, um, and then I reckon one AlphaTauri win, um, one Williams win. <laughs> um, Ferrari both drivers win, so I'm at eleven already. <laughs> um, and then I think I think I think I, I think I'll get an Alpine win as well. Woo! So you're Whoa. telling me three fourths of the grade is gonna win in twenty twenty four? Yeah, twelve winners. Twelve winners. Out of uh twelve winners. Out of out three of, drivers. Out of, yeah, 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 yeah. This is gonna be just the the, the season you don't want to miss. God. Guys, people, have faith here. Have a little faith in me. I'm actually singing for y'all, but like come on. Let's be a this is the only time of the year 
where I can say all the nonsense I want and I can be as bullish as I can be and I can be absolutely completely wrong. But there's a reasoning behind my madness, you know. So 12 beautiful race winners on the top of that podium. Ooh. Ah, how about you? For 12 people, I would say uh, five, yeah. Five total? Five drivers, five different uh, race winners for the entire 2024 season. Man, you, you, you just make F1 look like it's it's not exciting. I'm, I'm putting up a show here. Five. Okay, five. I'll take that. It was more than last year, no? Wasn't it? In terms of percentage-wise, it's yeah. like five, five, the second, uh, what, what is that? Five is one fourth of the grid. Yeah, five is one fourth of the grid. No, but I mean, like, changed from last year, right? 150% yeah. change? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Only had two, right? Oh, yeah, we have only had two last year, and then this year we're getting five, so that's more or less double. Whose question is next? Mine, right? I have to ask you next question. Okay, uh, this next question is just a little bit on the sad part. We're going to go, we're going to break hearts now. Um, who will be saying goodbye to Formula One by the end of this season? How many drivers maybe? And or who in general? You can name one, two, three, whatever number of drivers you want. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I uh, probably... Looking and not necessarily, let, let me rephrase that, not necessarily say goodbye to Formula One, but goodbye to their current seat in Formula One. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if it's well, goodbye to the current team, we already know one for sure. That's two for sure. That is Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz. But uh, in terms of people who are going to be losing their seat for 2025, I would give mm -hmm. in uh, four drivers. One. That's Logan Sargent. Two is going to be Guan Yu Zhou. Three is going to be Kevin Magnuson. And four, yeah, who did I think of four? But this has got to be a bold one. Might see uh, Lance Stroll uh, take a sabbatical leave. Okay. Spicy. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. These are my former. All right. Woo. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. In terms of losing seats, uh, I'm gonna. Ex I'm gonna ignore um, the two guys that are just like, like. Um, I'm gonna ignore Lewis because I think he not. He's not losing an F1 seat. He has a seat mm -hmm. somewhere else already guaranteed. So I'm not. I'm not gonna count for him. Uh, in terms of people that I think are gonna have a hard time coming back on the grid next year. Um, that are really on the chopping block, uh, from, from, from the end of the season. I think a couple, maybe not that many. I think Paris needs to like really be yeah. on top of it. I want to add one more. I want to say five for me. Add <laughs> Paris to my list too. Yeah. I forgot about it. It makes <laughs> it more to lose the seat. I was, I was wondering why you, you left Jekko out. I was like, maybe Jekko is going to do something different in 2020. Four. Um, I think consistently he he just has been. It's been tough for him. Um, versus Max. Um, so if 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 the team, depending on what direction, what happens in that team, I don't know what happens. But if the car is okay, if if it's just an evolution, if he gets the grip better, uh, we all know he has 
some weaknesses in the fast in the proper F1 tracks that are like sweeping fast corners. Um, so hopefully he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Qualify qualifying is 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 taken care of well, but I I still. I don't think overnight you be, you solve all your problems. I know it's a work in progress. So I think Paris is one. Um, if Sergeant can keep it clean, he'll keep his seat. Um, but yeah, it's I'm not gonna put him on 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 loser seat box. Uh, I think with the evolution of Sauber to where the, what it's becoming next year, Audi and all of that, I think possibility is there for. Joe want you to have to seek another seat somewhere else. That's where the musical chair game will happen. He might end up in another team uh, or, um, I don't know, you know, who knows. Um, Magnuson and Hulkenberg, if, and this will feed into uh, my, my 20, like, I think he keeps his seat this year. What did I have? Him? Did I have him beating his teammate? No, you had him beating yeah. his teammate. Yeah. But you still have him losing. Um Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, right? Um I think the 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 best I could do here is maybe, maybe, maybe between yeah, I think I think I'll go with with Magnuson struggling a little bit more again this year. Like speak to lose the seat, but that's about it. I can't, I can't stick my neck out more than that. I think Paris, Joe Guanyu, and Magnuson, or probably they have all, all three have quite uh contracts, right? That end at the end of this year, yeah. So, with 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 signs having to find a seat next year, um, and with the shuffle of at Mercedes, uh, going into next year, I think it's gonna be somebody's gonna pull the short straw, right? Um, so yeah. <clears throat> That's it. Uh, your turn now. What do I got? I don't think I have uh, any more just for the point question. Uh, do you got okay. any more that you want to bring up? I have a couple. I think I wanted to directly ask you. Chinese mm-hmm. Grand Prix is coming back on the calendar this year. Uh, one that I really enjoyed watching in the past and, you know, always had a bunch of surprises. Surprises, really good drive, really interesting track, slow, medium speed corners, Fast corners, yeah, you, you had a, you had everything in on this track, um, and so who do you think uh, wins the 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 returning Chinese GP this year? I would put it for one of the McLaren drivers, uh, or the Chinese Grand Prix winner, or between one of the McLaren drivers. Yep. So MCL win. I'm gonna be specific. <laughs> I had Norris winning that, so I'll 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 stick to my guns and and keep Norris there. My my plan B here would be a, a return of of uh, Afatari winning this race through uh, uh, my friend uh, uh, Danny Ricardo back out, out there with the shoey again. I think it'd be great to see. Uh, but I think overall, I think Norris will, has a pretty strong package that should do well here. Um, now, last but not least, uh, the catch-all question: What? Is your wildest prediction 2020? Oh, wildest well, prediction for the entire season. Ooh, that's the cherry on top kind of thing. Uh, what do I want to think about for the wildest season for the entire, I mean, wildest prediction for the entire season? You know what? Let's circle back to this. I need some time to think. Uh, 
Well, about well. it. Uh, give me a few minutes while we talk about the recent livery launches for all the teams. And then we can just get back to this uh, question at the end of the episode. Are you dodging my question here, mate? <laughs> no, I'm just buying myself more time. Okay, well, the best I could do for you is I can answer the question. Well, what do you think my... Why do I think my wildest prediction will be? I think Ayuki Sonoda wins in Formula One. For me, is the wildest prediction I have right now. Is mm-hmm. we'll see Yuki at the top step of the podium. I wonder how that interview is gonna go when he's when he's getting interviewed for. You just want to race, uh, whether it's a sprint or 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 uh, a actual race. I think we'll see Yuki on the top step this year. That is my wildest prediction. Yeah. Yuki on the top step, either sprints or full race. Nice. That's that's a really uh, wild bold prediction. Yeah, I still need time to figure out mine. I'm okay. just trying to go through the entire drivers and uh, see what I want to do with the entire team, all the teams. Okay. Well, I'll let you uh, take the reins now. You you have a segment here you want to talk about the, yeah. the launches? And the takeaways from the launches? Or... Yes. It's just more or less uh, we have finally completed all the uh, livery car launches for all the teams. Some of the cars already made it onto the tracks, going through their filming day allocations for the calendar year. So we did see some pretty interesting ones. Of all the liveries that we've seen so far, or that we've seen, which one is your favorite, most favorite, and which one do you think is your least favorite? And which one caught your eye? Favorite livery. The Red Bull livery. Just kidding. Least or most favorite? <laughs> no, I think I really like the Ferrari livery. Yeah, the that yellow. is absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite. Uh, my least favorite. I know steak. Well, let's just put steak in like the most interesting. This is like yeah. a completely new slate, clean slate of of of. Um, so I'll give that to them. The one I didn't like at all. I think we all will agree on this was Alpine's very dissected carbon fiber uh, livery. You can't really tell the difference between the pink and the blue livery now with this True. new round. So I think that one for me was the one that I was most disappointed about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty much on par with what I think too. But uh, my most favorite is actually Ferrari too. They're yellow. The obsession that Ferrari is leaning into with that yellow on their car, I am all in for it. I want that yellow on the car. And then they bought their Ferrari logo, or the Ferrari wording on their rear wing, which is absolutely beautiful. They did that for the Monza with the uh, yellow on the chart fin bit. So again, the yellow, seeing the yellow on the car and their team kit, that's, that's pretty good. And then I love it. And then in terms of... Actually, the Alpine livery, I kind of like it because it's got a different shade to it. I mean, given how much bare carbon fiber there is on the car, that's that's the outfit. But uh, the nose that's having the blue and pink together and then them inversing those colors was pretty good, I'd say. They have two different liveries that they're going to be running for the first few races, which they did the same year too. But I kind of like the blue and pink, but there was very little blue and pink, but it was still a good match of it, I'd say. In terms of least favorite, I think I'd have to go with which team do I gonna? Yeah, I think I'd say with Williams. Wasn't that catchy at all? Um, just they could have done much better with that Duracell 
uh, logo on there. And they had a whole lot of carbon fiber in there. You could only see a few minimum blue streaks. So, yeah, that's, I think Williams is something that I kind of, I like their team kit, but not their car livery for the season so far. And then I get it that all the teams are trying to save bait and uh, go with the least amount of pain that they can get away with. So that's why we see the deliveries of bare carbon fiber in there. And then who's, you the most, who's the most interesting one? Like, out of the, like... Most said, interesting one out of them, I think the Mercedes. Because their nose color to their car color, it kind of changes from the silver to transitions into the black. But, so yeah, the silver are arrows on the back. Uh, we don't know if they're going to go in with something of a full-blend silver livery or is it more like a tribute livery to say goodbye to Hamilton because he started off with the silver arrows. And then they're going to probably send him off with the silver arrows. And then he keeps some of the black that he he, he, fist, he put in. Yeah, for 2020. On, yeah. Onward, so he gets the back end of his career in the in the black. Pretty pretty good at, good, good analysis there, yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to touch on from uh, the livery launches and kind of what should yeah, we look for next week? We got testing coming up. Yeah, we got testing coming up this week. Uh, from the livery launches and from all the pictures that you've seen that, that the teams have released, I mean, the thing was McLaren always plays uh, tricks with their images, hiding their floors and hiding their side pods and stuff like that. So they did that same thing with this year. And even during the videos and their promotional videos for the testing, we weren't able to see any of their uh, full full image of their sidebar inlets and uh, their floors. So pretty, I mean, it's pretty exciting to see what they're going to come with on Bahrain testing. And then for the first race weekend, I expect the cars to be completely different for the first race weekend to what they are during the testing period. Given that the Red Bull sidebars or their lack of, or their half sidebar size that we have seen in the launches and on the track videos. That is something that caught my eye. It's like quite interesting to see what kind of design they're going through and uh, what the design philosophy was because we have seen in the past race weekends, Adrian Newey just circling around the W13 with the zero pod, just reading through what's good and what's wrong. And, uh, or how the car was and what the technical directive was for the design. Do you think he might have gone something down that path and found something that other teams might not have found or that Mercedes wasn't able to capitalize on? What do you well, say? I don't know. This is a massive question mark. Um, I think Mercedes kind of known for innovating, really, like being guys that will would take a bet on on something and and it's not one of them where they take something and they don't get it right. They've they pursued this direction for two years, um, and they've had a lot of their guys move shop, go across the lake, and go to other teams. Um, and none as that philosophy wasn't wasn't taken by another team ever. Um, you know, we had the 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 comments like fix your car change your car um on drive to survive um in in the sense where yes it looks good on paper um and at the end just the philosophy wasn't working i read i read Adrian news book over the break and there's a chapter similar to um the zero side pod tobacco 
And the way Adrian was able to fix it was literally the side pods, right? Redesigning the side pods and, um, and going in a different direction. So I don't know if, you know, being, if there's anything else to be seen here in this new, in this philosophy, I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven that it can work, but if a team banged their head for two years, um, I don't think it's the, it's the right direction to take. If you want us, if you want to win another championship and you had a massive advantage already, I don't think it's the right direction. I think they're just maybe throwing a curveball to get us all excited, uh, and distracted going into the season. And there's something else that they're cooking really. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see at testing what they use for the first couple of days, and then we'll see on day two or day three of testing what changes and modification they make to that car. But right as of now, I want to see it. I want to see the car on track. I want to see how it performs. I'd be happy if they get it right um, because that that's just ultimately advances to sport in general. Uh, another team can probably look at where did Mercedes get it wrong and learn from that. So. All being said, I just want to wait and see this car really because we've had, we've seen it two years frustrated with a ton of frustrations from the Mercedes folks. So, can it work? I don't know. So, I'm just curious now. And is it even the real car? True. I mean, true. But um, I want them to pursue the zero part of the half part design and make it work and see and bring up a creative uh, or a competitive season for us and then that helps uh that because when you when you see a top team like red bull bring up that concept which did not work for another top team kind of make it work i'll agree the team is going to go back to the drawing boards scratch their heads and start doing that but the thing is going to be that if you're copying a team you're going to be months behind in terms of yeah. because they've already done it and then they bought it yeah so. i think at this point whatever you've come up with at 24 you need to kind of re try to develop it to extract the maximum out of that, out of that design philosophy. You know, it's, it's, I don't think anything that comes out that was a re concept initiation in 24 will come out of the block gun blazing, right? It is just be more balanced. It'll be a completely different philosophy. You'll have to find out what the setup windows are. You have to optimize that. Then you have to figure out where you can develop, where what part of the car needs to be developed. So I don't think it's one of them where you would just be like, oh, Red Bull one in twenty three, one in twenty two, they shifted back to a zero pod, zero side pod. We have to go do a zero side pod. You don't have the money nor the True. time, the logistics to go back and build a zero side pod now. Um, it maybe Mercedes has like has done some work in the past. They could probably reevaluate where they where they were wrong. But they don't have the ch ch chassis or the floor anymore. This year's car to go use a zero side pod philosophy. So we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm just extremely curious to see how this whole play out. But I think that is the one piece that, if it is true that they're pursuing a zero side pod, could be the season defining decision for everybody. Could decide whether we have a great season or a terrible season. You know, depending on if it works or doesn't work. So. Sure, yeah, that's all I got from the livery launch and uh, things to look out for or what kept me excited during that livery launch period. 
Yeah, I think it's a fantastic. I think we're inching closer and closer by this time. Next week, we should be we should have the data for from testing, and uh, we should have a better idea of who's sandbagging, who's who's actually got a great car, body language, who's doing what, um, and uh, whose philosophy looks to to be working, and who's made a jump, who's made a step back, who's taken a step back, and uh, we'll start getting excited for race one on Saturday, March second, uh, in Bahrain. So until then. Uh, you stay safe. You enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Wait, so, I still have to uh, give in my wireless. Uh, oh my goodness, that's what happens when yeah. you know follow the train. Now I, I got it. I, yeah, I, st I still uh, don't have an answer, but you know what? I'm just gonna make up for one of the wireless prediction for the entire season 2024. I can't put a can get it right. I don't know what. Should be uh should I go with a driver? Somebody, sticks, somebody some driver sticks it on pole that shouldn't be sticking mm -hmm. a car on pole. That's one that's interesting. True, but uh, yeah, but you know what? My biggest or the wildest for the season would be a disastrous uh, flop of for uh, I want to say state F one team. But that's not really wild because they're still at the bottom of the grid. So, yeah, no. Mm. What could it be? What could it be? You know what? I'm just going to go for the biggest or the wildest uh, prediction for the entire season. It's going to be the Checo Perez is going to announce his uh, retirement uh, during summer break. No. Oof. Not Alonso, not Lewis, but Checo. No, oh, Checo. Yeah. Is it at on the back of not being able to find a team, or, or, it's one of them Everything. where he just, just doesn't want to race anymore? I don't think no, it's, it's, nah. wants he still race. wants to race, but I think he want if he if he gets a whiff of him going to lose his seat or stuff like that, he wants to probably do it in, on his own terms. And uh, well, he could go to a back marker, right? Yeah, I mean, or he could take a sabbatical and see how the 2026 regulations play out. But uh, for now, he's going to announce his, my, that's my wildest it's prediction. It's shock. It's shock. It's a shock. It's, it's, not, it's another shock one. Uh, another shocker for 2024. I started off with a bang. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to keep going that way. Uh, but yeah, cool. Record it. And uh, we, anything else before we... That's more than I said. Uh, enjoy your uh, preseason testing, everybody, and we will see you soon. All right. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>